so my whole senior class is there and she starts shaking her head and she said the pipes were clogged we had to dig up the front of the school and we found your underwear lodged in the pipe and she says we still talk about it in the teacher's lounge to this day Welcome into episode number 15. We're the Common Denominators, and yes, we are still doing this podcast thing. We want to apologize to you guys for our delay. I've gone a little bit dark on you guys, but we're ready to get started again and rock and roll. Uh, Life, our schedule got a little bit busy, got a little crazy. It's a little uh, wild that five grown men that have some control over their schedules can't together can't get together for a two-hour recording but uh, that's what happened so. i think it might be a myth we have control over our schedules yeah, yeah. our wives and kids may have yeah, a little bit more control more, than we do accurate. if you guys haven't uh started following us on social media uh, we're on instagram and facebook you can follow us at common pod c-o-m-m-e-n-p-o-d and actually, we've got some reviews that have come in. We'd uh, love for you to leave us a review if you so desire. In fact, we've got one we'd like to read from Cassidy. Cassidy writes, as a girl tuning into the show, I honestly give this men's podcast top spot on my podcast list. I'm a cousin of one of the guys, but I seriously can't praise you all enough for the joy and laughter and heart that you bring to me and everyone listening. I truly get so excited when a new episode comes out, and I don't think I've laughed harder than I do when listening to y'all's stories. You guys are making the world a better place, one episode at a time. Cassidy gave me chill bumps. Thank you so much for that nice review. Um, again, we uh, we welcome reviews as long as they're five-star. If they're not five-star, then keep them to yourself. And Cassidy, I'll, I'll give you that 20 bucks next uh, holiday. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Cassidy, is what we're trying yeah. to say. And uh, some other important news, we have now gone over 5,000 downloads, which is pretty impressive because yeah. I don't even have 500 friends on Facebook. So, Well, listen, us and the Tennessee Volunteers have a lot in common. We've got 5,000 downloads. They're going to have 5,000 people to the next game. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, too well. soon, Kyle. Let's yes. not talk about it. Hey, it's, I'm hurting myself. All right, so I'm chomping at the bit to get this episode started. Today, we've got three segments coming your way. First, we've got full disclosure followed by a draft led by Daniel. And last but not least, our main topic will be around school memories. Back to school, baby. Y'all ready to do it? Let's do it. Let's Let's roll. roll. Full disclosure, it's a game that we play. Let your darkest secrets give you away. Face your demons and then happily say, I'm playing for disclosure with all these crazy happy people. All right, guys, this is our uh, catch-all segment that we started last episode called Full Disclosure. And where do we even get that music from? I mean, what is it? I, I don't even know what I just heard. But anyways, it's the best song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so Full Disclosure is just an opportunity for us to share with the audience what's been going on in our lives recently, maybe short little tidbits or stories or anything going on uh, in the media that we want to talk about. So that is full disclosure. Um, I'm happy to go ahead and start things off because I feel like I need to... Everybody's concerned about my last full disclosure. So full disclosure, I had hernia surgery. It went well. They operated on the right part of my body. Uh, The doctor actually initialed on the uh, area where they're going to make the... uh, 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 Incision? Yeah, well, see, the incision was kind of weird because the incision was higher than where they actually repaired it. 
it's probably too much information, but uh, I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> so everything went well. Did uh, he initial like his initials? Yeah, or? he he initialed like was he, that at your request? Well, he was like, uh, it was it was actually really funny. He he came in Did and he, I, was it dated and notarized <laughs> at the same time? Just <laughs> stamped it. It would have been impressive if they had a notary in there, but now it was just uh, just initials and he circled it. And Do you I have a picture like, we can post on social media? Not the, not a picture of the initials. Is that what you mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, no. Okay, oh, sorry. No, that's a disappointment. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm about uh, three almost three weeks post surgery now, and the doctor's finally given me permission to start lifting the kids again, which is great because it was pretty bad uh asking my wife to like lift the li- smallest things in the house for like the first week or so 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 how you been mentally not been able to work out oh it sucks man yeah, like yeah. it really is the worst and you don't realize how much you use your core for until you can't use it i mean doing simple things like lying down or trying to get up out of bed like it was a struggle for those first two Oof. days um and your voice is just as deep as ever. So. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe deeper. Yeah, I feel like a million bucks. I feel like I'm going to come back even stronger. So I'm excited for uh, beginning of October. I can finally start exercising again. Sweet. Well, we've had four weeks to, for me to keep up with uh, things that I want to talk about. I've been keeping a list on my phone. I know I can't get it to all of them tonight. But the first one, y'all may remember the uh, Pet Peeves episode with our wives. And my wife uh, was the one that had 10, I think 10 to 13 things on her list that annoyed her about me. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. less a list, more a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. She was having trouble deciding which one to talk about. So uh, she's added one. Um, uh, y'all may remember that I painted my kitchen and my dining room about four months ago. Uh, she's recently let me know that it has been upsetting her that uh, the dining room runs into the, the staircase mm. and there's a little eight by five foot portion of the wall where I ran out of paint. So it hasn't been painted for four months. Mm. I'll give her credit. That's kind of annoying. I, I'll acknowledge. So while she was out of town this weekend, I decided to uh, put a little experiment together uh, to see if she would notice. So I painted the wall while she was gone. I thought you were going to say you hung a picture a large picture there where the yeah. board was. That would have made more sense. <laughs> All right, so one of that would have been a large picture. Either she's noticed or hasn't noticed is the best part of this story. Right? We're 48 hours in. She has not noticed <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, wow. that's awesome. By the time this episode airs, it will have been eight days. Do you guys think? Now, she's acted like this is ruining her life. You know, yeah. It's just driving her crazy every time yeah. she looks at it. Do you think in the next eight days she's going to notice? No, I, no. I, I no think way. she will. Adam says yes. No, I'm going to say no. no. I'm with Lance. No way. Kyle, no. Daniel, what do you think? Uh, I think she will have noticed it by then. Okay. We're split. 50-50. What do you think? Well, I don't know. I would have thought she would have noticed by now. So I'm going to say that she doesn't notice. That's impressive. You like completely like no paint smell or anything left in the house by the time she got back like that's that's good no, you gotta you gotta paint early to make you gotta think about yeah. those things if you want your experiment to work so <laughs> if she says anything to you about it what are you gonna do are you gonna play it off like she's crazy like no i didn't paint the wall no no i'm gonna acknowledge it and are you gonna say like you did that like two months ago yeah <laughs> that would be way better <laughs> yeah oh yeah you kidding me just play, play mad games so i'll be reporting back uh next episode uh full disclosure you cannot trust a valet service uh, I went to a uh, a wedding for a cousin of mine a couple weekends ago. I uh, handed my, my truck off to a valet. Mm. Three hours later after the wedding and, and dinner, I, another cousin was in front of me, handed his ticket to the valet, and the valet said, uh, oh, Mr. Turner, you're going to need to walk with me. And I was like, oh, that stinks. Like, I wonder what happened. 
and he was started to talk to him as they walked away. And then I handed my ticket to the next valet guy, and he's he, then he yelled at the other guy and was like, "Oh, hey, he's the other one." Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, no. "That's got to be oh. great." And so he then he he's like, "Yeah, you come walk with us too." So some guy, I don't could be multiple guys, but uh, busted out back passenger window of my truck oh. and my cousin's uh, my cousin's Yukon, and then got another another truck in the parking lot. Took nothing. I'm probably the only white F-150 with Robertson County, Tennessee tags that doesn't have a gun in it. <laughs> and so uh, I think I didn't have what they were looking for. At least at the time. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, no. But uh, Now uh, you got hand grenades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then that set off this ordeal of, oh, uh, crap, I've got to deal with all this. And busted the window, scratched some scratches all over the door from oh, the glass. Oh, I would be sick. The, the valet guy emailed me today and said the check is in the mail to reimburse me for my deductible oh, that's nice. so hopefully wow. hopefully Oof. that is honest and true but we will we will see but it was like the a old checks uh, in the mail yeah right. it was a good old yeah. day now. So, <laughs> yeah. until that comes through it's, oh, you hadn't got it's still, still a headache yeah. yeah all right full disclosure i'm gonna tell myself a little bit here i played in a golf tournament first day i played the worst round of golf i've probably played in 10 years so the kids were out of town so the next day I was going to play again. I was going to have to play middle of the day. Pretty much going to ruin the whole day. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to play tomorrow. There's no. I'm out of this thing. It's like this is a good idea. This is what I'm going to do. Well, I, I get in, turn my scorecard in, and say, hey, I'm just going to withdraw. Thirty minutes later, I'm at the house. I'm like, man, I start feeling terrible. I'm like, I've never quit anything in my life. Never withdrawn from a golf tournament. You know, never not finished something I started. So I toy with it. I'm like, you know what? I've already made my decision. I'm not going to back up on it. He's already set the stuff up for tomorrow. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to deal with it and have regret about it. So Sunday night, I wake up at 2 in the morning, like top three sickest to my stomach I've ever been. Get up, and from about 2.30 in the morning to probably 2 or 3 o'clock the next day, I spend either puking my guts out or sitting on the toilet, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't my guts out. So I was trying to figure out was, obviously I couldn't have played anyways. I had a stomach, but I didn't know it was a stomach virus. Kids ended up getting it. We all had it. It was fun times. But I said, is this, was that stomach virus going to happen regardless, or did I get the karma bug because I quit something and had immediate regret about it? Could be complete coincidence, but I think I was being punished. Full disclosure. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's always the worst, though, when you literally can't hold anything down. Oh, that was literally the top three sickest I've ever been. I've never Mm. puked like that. Yeah, food poisoning is is the worst. I I mean, that one I wouldn't wish upon anybody. But do do y'all do like the whole brat diet? Have have y'all heard of it? Eric called that? Mm -hmm. Brat diet? I've tried that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd recommend that one. The cheddar jalapeno. (laughs) Yeah, but no, they say bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast are like the four Mm -hmm. things that you can actually eat that your stomach will. Like it, it's not going to immediately like reject, you know, and huh. you're not going to have to like immediately go to the toilet after no you kidding. eat. It. So, yeah, brat diet, just a little bit of uh, tidbit of information there. Yeah, I didn't eat. My for grandma like... always gave me a Sprite when I. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, Sprite and saltine crackers. crackers. Yeah. Sprite is my go-to. How's also, the orange man? Gatorade sound? Great, I'll puke yeah. that right up. No problem. <laughs> yeah. How could a Sprite be good for your stomach? There's, there's no way. That makes no sense. Ton of sugar, but that, yeah. somehow that was everybody's good. Oh yeah, chicken noodle soup, carbonation or something. Uh, y'all know I'm pretty new to social media, and I accidentally did a little social media stalking a couple weeks ago. 
uh, Instagram has this fancy thing where you can see uh, who your followers start following. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I accidentally pushed a button, and there I was on this page. I so say, I started. I'm, su- I'm surprised you got this deep on social media. It was a total accident. <laughs> total accident. So I'm scrolling down through there, and I see someone that has started following someone that shocked me. Um, it was one of you guys. <laughs> it's probably me, honestly. And I, before it sounds this sounds bad, but I will say I would like to give a compliment, but also follow up with a question. Lance, it was you. <laughs> oh yes, thank you. I was oh, sweating. God. I was like, I don't think I'm following anybody. Lance, how old are you? Uh, Thirty five. Thirty five. <laughs> this is not. Wait, be good. do you know where this is going, Lance? Probably. Wait, can we? No, not can really. Guess? I'm actually kind of terrified because I feel like it could go a couple different ways. <laughs> He's turning red over here. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> it's, it's now that I know it's not me. I'm fully involved. It's got to uh, be like Ariana Grande or somebody like that going to be bad. Is no. this somebody he is following or somebody following him? He, Lance he has chosen him. to start following this person. Oh, yes. <laughs> Man, who Lance, do you have any idea? No, like literally I have no clue. Jonas Brothers? Okay, well look, it's not bad. It's not nearly as embarrassing as Ariana Grande. Okay, okay. This person is actually somebody I, I, I thought about following, but okay. I... My question is, you started following Hulk Hogan. Yeah, man. (laughs) Of course. But he was like... He's a real American hero. He's 25 years past his prime. (laughs) What? Rick Flair. He's a great follower. (laughs) My question is why. What happened that you started following Hulk Hogan two weeks ago? Yeah, what was the line? Oh, it was recent. Obviously, I I listen to podcasts uh, because we do a podcast. And one of the podcasts I listen to is Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. I'm a huge wrestling fan of the Attitude Era. And he recently had Hulk Hogan on there. And it was an amazing interview. I'd highly recommend it. And so I was like, man, I was like, I got to follow this guy. And he's all over Twitter, too. And I know you don't do Twitter, Ryan, but he's he's a good Twitter follow as well. And I was like, man, I got to I just got to see what the Hulkster's doing on a day to day basis, man. So I would I would recommend it. All right. Did he do the entire podcast in Hulk? persona i mean yeah he is hulk i mean yeah. there's no i think his real name is terry, terry uh terry something Bolea? yeah yeah, yeah. Bolea, that's right. i mean yeah he's the hulkster through and through yeah like yeah. his voice has already changed yeah. oh yeah, yeah you know Whew, dodged the bullet there yeah. man i didn't know where that was going ryan <laughs> thunder in paradise is a top five movie of all time All right, guys, we just started school back. Kids are are back into it, back in full swing. And so that's what we're going to end up talking about a little bit later today. Uh, but to get us going, let's have a uh, let's have a draft. That's kind of our go-to thing. Uh, so today, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, I know if you guys read a lot as a kid, you probably read the book Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. You know what I'm talking about? You feel uh, me on I that I remember one? the title. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Probably the last uh, book I read. Did yeah. they have, have cliff notes? I think I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, hey, we don't want to have a bad day. We want to have a good day. So we want to figure out what do we have to do if you were putting yourself back in school, what would make the best day ever? What would make the, the best school day you could possibly have? So we'll do this in four rounds. We'll snake the draft. The first round, you're going to pick an activity at recess. All right, something you did with your friends or with the whole class at recess. The second round, a cafeteria lunch. What, when you walked up to that lunch line and you saw behind the glass, what got you amped? All right, the third round will be an extra class, like a non-academic class that you got to go to that day that would just make you excited to be at school that day. And then number four, to cap it off, after school TV. When you get home, you plop down on the couch. What are you going to watch on TV that afternoon to close out uh, a great day of school? 
Y'all ready? Let's do it. Yep. All right, so the draft order this week will be Ryan, first pick. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not used to this. Whoa. All right. Where are we starting with? Our recess, recess, recess activities. activities. Okay, mm-hmm. this is easy. I've got to go with uh, pin dodgeball. Have you ever played pin dodgeball? It's If you play dodgeball, the only addition is you've got bowling pins set up in the back, so you have to guard those. So you not only try to smash people with the ball to get them out, you also are trying to knock down the pins in order for your team to win. So it's a great game. They they threw us all together, girls and guys. The girls were usually huddled up against the back wall, not wanting to get crushed. But yeah, I don't think you, you did play, it anyway. You can't play that anymore, right? That's how you play to win. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Is it Daniel? I think it can still be played. There are some places that you know you can't, but yeah. There's a lot of places it still you know you, you still can't you gotta learn to you lose. can't play dodgeball these days there are some places that that won't yeah. allow it yeah all right pick number two Lance all right I'm gonna go with this one's just kind of simple soccer like we used we literally had to set up tires at my old elementary school and that was the goal <laughs> Did you go to elementary school in Central America <laughs> surprisingly not <laughs> Sumner County we had tires so uh, yeah just I really enjoyed playing soccer I was uh, was pretty good I was always one of the fastest kids sometimes I played goalie too and I was good at that too so soccer is that still allowed in schools soccer is still allowed okay. yes you know, I, I bet I know one that's not but I'm not going to name it until we're done with this because somebody might pick it but I bet it's outlawed alright pick three Adam alright I'm going to go with uh, wiffle ball that was uh, one of my favorite games until you get hit with the actual wiffle ball and your day is ruined but uh my perfect day i don't get hit with a wiffle ball and i knock it out of the park so wiffle ball all right kyle you got the next pick I'm, yeah i'm, I'm going, going with the rear. i'm going with a robertson county staple was just a good old-fashioned kickball game we played hours and hours of kickball all right uh i am gonna go to close out this round i'm gonna go with red rover yeah, uh, that's you the guys, one. Yep. Yeah, I, I I loved me some Red Rover, and it is Lance. I don't like. How did people not die on a routine basis? It really is amazing when you Red think Rover. about it. I, I don't. We were I, I don't remember it. You, you don't, don't remember, remember it. Red Rover? You don't What's remember seeing somebody getting clotheslined? Red. Everybody's holding hands. You got two lines, yeah. like maybe forty uh, yards yeah. apart from each other, <laughs> holding hands and saying Red Rover, Red Rover, send whoever right over okay you called a name yeah full speed full speed trying to, try to race break through two yeah. arms and you always the, the kid that had like the boniest arms he was like the number one target yeah you going for the weak link yeah you absolutely went uh, for the forgot weak about link. that yeah or you go for the chubby kid or something because you just assume he's not strong and <laughs> bounce, bounce right <laughs> off of him <laughs> That's probably also not allowed in yeah, school anymore. I'm sure be, that but you're right that it, that is amazing that we never like like there weren't had severe injuries. injuries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did y'all ever play? Them. Oh well, wait a minute. I'll say yeah. Go ahead. Well, the round's over if you want to. Well, another did y'all ever play wall ball? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was on my list. That was another one, man. And we didn't play it with tennis balls. We had the hard, just hard rubber core balls that were solid. So man, you had a kid with a decent arm, you can do some damage against the wall. <laughs> you get pegged in the yeah. back. Like, you know what? You know what we never played that was always in the playground was tetherball. Never played. No, tetherball. that was a waste of a pole. Like seriously, yeah. waste of money. <laughs> waste <laughs> of a pole. <laughs> so many more uses yeah. for that pole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, no joke. Reed comes home today, is excited. I say he said, "You will not believe what we played in PE today." And I was like, "What?" He said. Tetherball. No way. Well, that is proof. They got it out today. That's he proof. loved it. That's proof Unreal. they're not playing battle ball, wall ball, kickball, any of the good mm-hmm. games. Well, if he's excited about it. When you bring ball. it out once a year and, mm-hmm. and make a show around it, it I gets guess. excited. Yeah. If it's out there on the playground just sitting there, nobody ever yeah. uses it. Wow. Other right. than Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, round two. Underrated movie. This is 
uh, school lunch. All right, when you get up to the lunch line, what do you want to see? Since we're snaking it, I've got first pick in this round. Don't even have to think twice about this. Mm. Chicken strip day. Oh, I'm going sweet. chicken strip day. Uh, for me, that was huge uh, at my school growing up. Always a big day. Longest lines of the year. All right, so it's me, All right? Kyle, yep. All right, I'm going with the good old rectangle pizza. And for oh, whatever reason, public school like to pair ours with corn. And usually a roll. I don't know why we got double down on the bread, but it was always <laughs> pizza, a roll, and corn. And, and your chocolate milk pouch, yes, right? Yes, in the okay. pouch, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the bag of chocolate milk. The bag yeah. of chocolate right. milk. Yep. All right. Is it me next? It's back to Adam. Oh man. Um, this is a, this is this is kind of a weird one. Um, I remember at Davidson Academy, the five seconds that I went to that school, uh, it also wasn't like your Air Force stint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did a lot of things for a short period of time. Um, Kyle doesn't like quitters. Yeah. yeah. We had a break, and I remember they would have like Krispy Kreme donuts during that break, and it wasn't like cheap Kroger they were like official Krispy Kreme I was like dude this is when, when I saw them babies come out it was a good day so it wasn't a lunch per se but it was close enough alright now your turn Lance oh fantastic so I brought my lunch to school like 95% of the time Nerd. so if this is allowable I'm just gonna go with the PBJ man I just it's, I, I, I don't like change, so just give me my PBJ sandwich and I'm happy. I think it's your second time drafting the old PBJ, isn't it? <laughs> no, somebody got it the first oh, time. I stole that from him last time. Yeah, so okay. now, now I got it. All right, Ryan, what do you got to close out the cafeteria? Well, I was definitely probably would have gone with the rectangle pizza, but uh, I'm also a creature habit, Lance. I only ate a few different things. Mine were the uh, pre-made cheeseburgers. You go into the warming bin, try to get one that doesn't yeah. have a, a bun that's you know rock hard. It's been good. in there for three days. Yeah. Yeah. Got to give them the little them. squeeze test. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So. I'm a huge mayo fan. They had open vats of uh, You've sold mayo. Me on that, by the way, and uh, you know that it was delicious. That's what I ate almost every day. Did you? Ever, I rem- this is a, this is sort of obscure. I remember they mix the peanut butter and jelly together in a bowl, and so when they put it on the bread, it was Already a mixture mixed. of both. So it wasn't half and half. Have you ever seen that or done that before? More yeah. efficient, saves yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Well, awesome. they came out with bag. that in, a, in the bottle. Remember, they used to have peanut <laughs> yes. butter oh, and, and jelly that. swirl. That, yeah. that seems wrong. Yeah, I, like I don't know. Well, that, yeah. All right. So, Ryan, you're starting back off with round three. And this time we are picking your favorite uh, like non-academic class, your extra class you got to go to at school. Okay. I didn't really like any of them, but uh, – <laughs> This will surprise you uh, since I know nothing about technology, but computers was my favorite, and it had nothing to do with computers. Uh, I had a, a great teacher, Coach Forehand, who liked to spend a lot of time on the baseball field. Hmm. And I so you say tennis. That's where I learned uh, to play computer golf. Oh, and sweet. So me and my buddy McLean would play, spend most of our time in there playing computer golf. It was a blast. Is that Golden Tee? That, le- that started, led uh, to golden that tea. led me into Golden Tee. Yeah. Nice. My favorite computer class memories were uh, Oregon Trail. Oh, like oh yeah. Yes. Never played just it. Just hours. Oh, oh you never yeah. played Oregon Trail? Yeah, that was the just first, hours that and was hours the first computer Trail. game that I played oh, yeah. was mm-hmm. Oregon Trail. Hmm. Uh, Lance, what you got? All right, I'm going to go with uh, Teen Living. This class was in eighth grade. Is that a magazine? What? <laughs> I was say, that was also his favorite. <laughs> I know he follows them on Instagram. So, <laughs> just, Teen, teen just, Living, they literally... <laughs> Y'all take forever to get my jokes. Uh, all right, so Teen Living, they actually taught you things that you would need to know, like like how to cook, how to iron, how to uh, do things properly oh, like home that. Home ec. Yeah, home ec. Yeah. And you also learned about the birds and the bees in there, too, which is pretty interesting. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Teen Living. Kyle? 
I'm going to go with my last class of the day was study hall. And all that was, it was about 10 of us dudes in there, and we played an entire semester of paper football season. Set it up, had teams, rotated playing each other, worked our way up through the playoffs, had a Super Bowl. Best semester of my life in school was study hall playing paper football. (laughs) Um, this, this will also probably surprise you. In fifth and sixth grade, I was in chorus. And not only was I in chorus, I used to be the Golden Pipes. Uh, I played, uh, I played Elvis, actually. And I had like a, like a, a golden outfit, like the whole number, and sang Elvis for like the whole school. All right, you gotta time. give us five seconds. Five seconds of Elvis. Oh, right no, no. Now. This was, this was pre puberty. Like, I've got nothing. Are there nothing. pictures or video of oh, this? Yeah. Um, there make, are, there are, it. and I'll, I'll do my best to. Yeah, to I'll, 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 I'll go over to your mom's house and ask. Yes. I know you're not going to do it. Stay away yeah. from my mom's house, will you please? <laughs> <laughs> I've told you for the last time, Ryan. Get <laughs> Adam was a little performer. I'll go with a uh, another artsy class. I'll go with theater. I was, uh, I was a little bit of a theater nerd in, in high school, so uh, I really enjoyed that class and just getting in there to, to goof off for a little while and, uh, and have a little fun. So uh, that. Closes out the school day now after school. All right, you get home, you turn on the TV. Uh, what are you doing to veg out in the afternoon? I'll start us off here. I've got to go with my favorite show of all time, I guess, when I was when I was a kid, and that's Saved by the Bell. Oh, man, that's what I, I mean, couldn't. Is there uh, any other yeah, show? Yeah, I don't know that I remember a day probably from the time I was like 10 to 18 that I didn't watch an episode of Saved by the Bell. And every at, episode at some point. saw it five times, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, classic. Uh, fantastic show and i once in college i got to uh i got to give mr b a high five saw him in a hotel lobby uh and it was mr. the Belding. highlight of my life mr belding mm-hmm. yeah he was he was a large man at that point he, <laughs> <laughs> he had he several, put on some lbs he had several he had, rectangle he had, pizzas he had eaten lisa turtle by <laughs> by that point oh. Oh, okay i'll go back to a little bit in my younger days. Y'all remember the X-Men cartoon mm-hmm. that had Wolverine? That, well, that was a go-to for me was watching X-Men. Yeah, I love that show too. Yeah. I thought you were going to take mine for a second, but it's still alive. Yeah. Still alive. Adam, <sighs> see what you got. How many of you remember Reading Rainbow? Oh, oh yes. yes. LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. Yeah. Man, that was the show. Love LeVar. One of my high school take friends. Uh, yeah. She <laughs> was actually on the show. She really? Was one of the kids on the show. Yeah, Jessica, one of her really, we all grew up together. Yeah. One of her really close friends, she was on the show. It was on for a long time. Yeah. Like, I, it was only a few years ago that I knew he was actually in yeah. Star Trek. I was like, oh, that's the guy from <laughs> Reading Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lance, what you got? Oh, fantastic. He so, um, yeah, I'm taking Batman, the animated series. Oh, Did you guys watch one. that oh, one? The dark one? Where yes. everything was dark, yeah. So good. Uh, in fact, I think even when I was college age, I went ahead and bought like the the DVD box set because I loved it so much. Still have it, so hopefully one of these days Jackson will want to go back and watch Batman oh, you, with that, me. So. That one's timeless. You can watch I can't it anytime. Wait. Yeah. All right, Ryan. What are you closing out for your best day ever? Uh, I'm going to be cashing in my man card here on this one, <laughs> um, but we've got uh, like 70 percent female listeners, so they're right. going to appreciate this. Right, we're up. <laughs> no, I did like Fraggle Rock, yeah. but no, this is way worse. That was my second one. It was, a, it was actually Days of Our Lives, Ooh. the soap opera. Me and my sister, Adam. Cash it in, all right. You weren't kidding about cashing in that car. Sands through the hourglass. A man on an island. This is for my sister. I know she's listening. We used to uh, watch Days of Our Lives. I mean, uh, those that have seen it will remember Marlena and her possession, uh, John Black's memory getting stolen. Uh, it was just... <laughs> 
You have no idea what you're talking you're about. You're basically speaking well, Chinese. I I no there's, listen, there's some people out there that know oh, what I'm sure talking about. It, yeah. When we would miss an episode, there was a hotline that you could call in to find out what happened that day, which it, it would take like 70 days for like the story to develop. Right. You know, I was going to say, time. in reality, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. But that's just what we did every day after school. And it was, it was great. Is that show still on? I have no idea. I hope so. Marlene is probably still possessed 27 (laughs) years later. (laughs) All right, so that puts a wrap on our best day ever. We will uh, put this up on social media and see what you guys think would actually be the best day ever uh, for a uh, school day. All right, so it's time to talk school memories. Uh, The point of this is to tell stories or memories that you have from school from anywhere in grade school anywhere from kindergarten through your senior year uh, share them with the world Uh, and I have a feeling where this is going to go like most of our episodes usually go somewhere uh, into junior high humor so before we do that uh, (laughs) let's let's go highbrow for a minute and let's talk about uh, teachers I mean teachers are one to me one of the most underappreciated professions uh, amen. Uh, Daniel <laughs> gives us an amen are you saying that because you're sitting next to Daniel yeah just trying to get on Daniel's and good underpaid. side after underpaid under, oh, grossly time, underpaid. Yeah. remember when I forgot his name last episode <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying yeah, to get back in his good graces <laughs> but uh, look they uh, do a lot for, they did a lot for us do a lot for our kids uh, for those of us that are losing patience as we get older putting up with uh, elementary school kids is, has to be particularly hard so Maybe let's just start off sharing maybe our favorite teachers that we ever had and why. So for me, the very first one that comes to mind is my third grade teacher. Her name was Miss Wynn. And the reason why she's my favorite teacher is because after recess, we would come back in. She would let us lay our heads down on the table and basically take a nap while she read books to us. The one that sticks out the most is Where the Red Fern Grows. Fantastic book. Great book. So great memory. That was third grade. grade. Y'all were napping in third grade? Heck yeah, man. Nap time. That's awesome. She was probably hot too, wasn't she? Uh, no, oh, she was okay. not. That would <laughs> she, be really top it off if she was. Just it was. Check. It was third grade. Yeah. Kyle. Well, you didn't think this is the part of the segment where we're supposed to say serious, Kyle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with mine was uh, junior in high school. I've always loved history, American history especially. And we had a American history teacher. His name was Mr. Wood that was – probably still the best teacher even through college that I ever had. He he had, he had loved what he taught, had an affinity for it. I connected with it. Everybody hated history but me, and I just really connected with him. And yeah, I mean, He was just good. Just loved the subject. So I got to go with uh, Miss Head. She uh, was an English teacher. That was by far my least favorite subject uh, of, of school all the way throughout. I was terrible at it, hated it, but she was, uh, I don't know, she just kind of made it fun. Um, she was somebody that I would consider, I wouldn't say she was a friend, but she treated us like we were kind of like her friend, you know. She cut up with us. One time, me and my buddy McLean needed help with a paper. She at, let us come over to her house, and she helped us through some stuff. So, I don't know, she's just someone I still see her from time to time every couple of years, and just a, a great lady and made the worst subject in the world somewhat fun. Yeah, we had a teacher at school in um, ninth or tenth grade, and he was an algebra teacher. Which, I mean, who likes algebra besides Ooh, Daniel? Obviously, yeah, I love algebra. <laughs> algebra sucked, and it was the hardest. <laughs> it was the hardest subject for me 
by far. And he was just one of those teachers that just made it fun and interesting. And it's like, I, that was, I did better in his class than probably any other class I took just because he just made it more relatable and more fun. So Yeah, once you start introducing the alphabet into math, that's a road you can't come back from. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, has, it has its pluses. Daniel's taking a high, high exception to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of awesome teachers growing up that, that inspired me through the years. Uh, and I, I would I'd hesitate to name one because I feel like I would, I would hurt feelings of others because I just, I, I had so many awesome ones. But I'll, I'll say my high school calculus teacher, Coach Craig. Uh, I think that that's when I started really loving math and realizing that's what I wanted to do. Not shocking it was a math teacher. Yeah. yeah. On the other end of the spectrum, we had one of the craziest, weirdest ladies for a teacher in eighth grade. Her name was Mrs. Washington. She was probably about a 350-pound woman. Miss Washington loved to eat. She would always sit at her desk and would teach from her desk and would eat while she was teaching. The best part was is the woman loved fried chicken, and she always had a bucket of oh Kentucky fried chicken in her desk. I'm not kidding you. White meat or dark meat? Uh, both. <laughs> she, she did not discriminate. She would, in the middle of teaching, would reach down, reach in the big drawer of her desk, and pull out chi- like oh, chicken wing and just eat it as she's sitting there teaching and you can ask my wife had her the woman ate constantly but she always kept food in that big drawer of her desk and nine times out of ten it was Kentucky you know that 350 pounds I bet she just had a thyroid problem that's probably what it was she retained water yeah she did poor thing yeah the the classroom smell like fried chicken yes it had to well this is perfect for uh, you reminded me of uh, a teacher we'll call her Miss K I don't want to say her name but y'all y'all I'm sure y'all had teachers that were like rumors got around about them oh yeah well, she also sat at her desk a lot, like your teacher you're mentioning. And, but she had something different in her desk drawer. At least this was the rumor. Mm. Nobody ever saw her get up from her desk, and she had a little bit of a nursing home smell to her. And so for years, I don't know if this is true, but someone said that they saw her peeing in a jar <laughs> and that she kept that in her uh, desk. Did so. she vacation with the Knoxes by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Does the this, K stand for Knox? Right. <laughs> this, this may have been Daniel's aunt. I'm not, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, that was uh, carried, that that uh, lived with her. If you got her, you knew that going in. Look for mm. the smell. That's her jar of urine in the drawer. I'd love to know if it was true or not. You know, as an elementary school kid, that seems completely logical. Like, oh, you know, she's got a jar of pee in her, in her drawer. But it, yeah, even so it's like a middle school or an adult, you're like, come on. Uh, this was <laughs> like the stupidest thing I've ever this heard. This was eighth grade. I believed it. Oh, crap. At yeah. eighth grade? Yep. I'm sorry. I feel yeah. bad for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in high school. Another crazy story about a teacher. This teacher lasted two weeks. She, something happened right before school started, and our Spanish two teacher left. or something. I don't remember the circumstances. But they were in scramble mode trying to hire a Spanish two teacher. Well, they went down to downtown Nashville and found – a homeless woman, I think. I'm exaggerating a little bit. That could speak Spanish because they brought this woman in, and this woman hygiene was not big on her list. I don't. That's the nicest way I can put it. Well, everybody's kind of like, this is weird, man. And you know, she was very strange, very weird woman. Well, like a week in the school year, they we get a letter to send home that we think there's been this scabies outbreak. This is like, I think it was even on the news. Like, there's been some kind of, we didn't even know what scabies were. 
Yeah, I don't need. I, I don't know. What is this some kind of like a bug that bores into your skin or something makes you itch, but much like a chigger, I guess you would say. But it's actually a scabie. Well, come to find out, like a week later, that woman got fired. That woman. She was brought, patient zero. She brought scabies into our school. So, Spanish too. I don't even remember what we did after that. But I had her. I, I was, I, luckily, I didn't get scabies. But is scabies Spanish for something? Uh, it must be. Yeah, bug eats your flesh. I think is what it's Spanish for. Spanish for bugs. <laughs> yeah. Being a teacher, uh, the, I've had all these teachers that have inspired me. And but the the one teacher that I feel like inspired me to be a math teacher almost more than anybody was a uh, was a wellness teacher, a freshman year of high school. And the, the first day of class, he is explaining what we're going to do. And, and, and I work with a lot of coaches who are awesome teachers. And I, I had a lot of coaches who were great teachers through school. Not all of them fit that mold. I think you've probably had a few of those, the, the coaches that, that were there to coach and not necessarily to, to educate and to mold minds. So he's going over the grading scale, and he's like, hey, all right, boys, uh, your, your quiz grades, those are going to be about a third of your grade. He's writing this on the board. Homework, that's going to count about a third of your grade. Whether you uh, participate in the activities we do, that's going to be about a third of your grade. Uh, our tests are going to be about a third of the grade. <laughs> and then if you, if you dress out every day that we do the, uh, uh, do the physical activities, that's going to be another about a, a third of your grade. He expects you to give 150%. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm a freshman in high school, first day of class, first day of high school. I raised my hand. Oh, you did. You and uh, couldn't let it go. I couldn't yeah. let it go. And yeah, and I go. said, I said, Coach, uh, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a math major. Five years later, yeah, I would turn, be a math turn, major. Turns out, technically, uh, but uh, I said, you've got five thirds on the board, and I just, <laughs> I just don't exactly know how this is going to work out. And he said these words that changed my life forever. He said, "Shut up, Knox." <laughs> I'm just rounding it off, <laughs> and he he left it at that. And so I was like, all right, I've got to, apparently, I've got my work cut out for me yeah. to change the world after this and to help Whoops. people learn math a little bit better. And than that's that. really the moment you became a yes. math major. Oh yeah. Nice. What about uh, teachers that you might have had a crush on that uh, were a little hot? Miss Higginbotham. Feel free. To I thought you yeah, were yeah, 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 you care to elaborate? Know, I mean, well. She was just an attractive fourth grade teacher. Fourth I mean, there's not much more to say. Sounds like the the villain in like some some like kids novel. <laughs> yeah. it does doesn't it? I can honestly say we I never had what I would consider a hot teacher. Yeah, I don't really remember any. I, I mean, that was all the way through college. I kept thinking, you know, every every new semester is like, okay, this is the time I'm going to. Yeah. Nope, never Teachers was. just seemed so much older. To yeah. me, especially in yeah. elementary school, they're like a thousand years old and ugly. And now, and now you see <laughs> what all of them. What grade are your uh, but, kids in? <laughs> but now, well, but now that's that's what I'm getting to. Now, it's like I walk into school with my eight year old. I'm like, dang, when did we hire all the beauty queens? <laughs> it's become a young woman's game now. Yeah, yeah. It is. Or, or man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. I think that is something you hit on. Like teachers are a lot younger. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Emory's kindergarten orientation. I'm like. I was expecting like they'd be my age and mm-hmm. maybe even older, and they're all twenties, yeah, and maybe thirty. I'm like, golly, when did this happen? My my first grade teacher at Good Pasture was Miss Mize. Do y'all remember Miss Mize? Oh yeah, I mean she was like a thousand years old then, right? She was a little old. I mean, I I, I just remember she actually wrote some of the Bible. I think she might have, <laughs> but she was around for a long time. So it's like, if it's like you said, now you walk in, you see kindergarten first grade teachers are like they're like twenty years old, twenty five years old. 
Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but this mean, yeah. mine's as old, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot at the poor lady. Did y'all have any teachers like you were like morally terrified of? I wouldn't say terrified of, but my I think it was my senior government teacher. Uh, it was actually one of my favorite teachers of all time. But he actually like like legit graded you on your classroom participation. Like you had to speak up and like comment on things and like to me that was like my worst nightmare I didn't like yeah. speaking up so like that was really intimidating to me because I was like oh my gosh I actually have to like speak up and do stuff in class or this guy's literally going to give me like a C or a D but he was like a fantastic teacher but that one was like a hard hurdle to get over but once I did like like I said it ended up being my favorite teacher because he he really taught us to think outside the box yeah and here you are doing a podcast look yeah. at you go this is going to be now all the time. thank to that guy <laughs> I, we had Mr. Crutcher was just the middle school gym teacher. Big guy, just a monster of a man. And really, he's the nicest, most kind, but he could put on this persona at school. like. And he. this is back in the day when you could paddle, and he was a paddler. I mean, he had his own paddle. If I remember correctly, he had holes, of holes drilled, holes in, drilled it. in it for aerodynamics. And if you, Mr. Crutcher, mm-hmm. paddled you... <clears throat> It was not good. To, you would rather go home and let your parents paddle you than Mr. Crutcher, which I didn't ever get in trouble. And, of course, I knew, knew him and his family. But certainly, like I said, scariest dude in the world in school. But now that I've known him for all my life and we've been around him a lot, he's the most genuine nice guy. But he sure could turn it on for school and scare the crap out of you. Did, did anybody else have, like, paddling or anything? I don't I don't think I, I don't oh, think yeah. we had it growing up. Right? I never got we paddled had it in school, but yeah. I, never, I, I never. I got paddled a few times. <laughs> Are you like, serious? You got good pasture, yeah. Uh, what did you do? Um, well, one time I was at recess. This is maybe first, second grade, and I had to pee at recess, and I peed in a tree, and somebody told on me, and I got battled for it. And then another time I did well, something wrong. I mean, that's yeah, wrong. I had to go. Yeah, yeah. it's natural. Yeah. Uh, and then another time I had I got paddled. I can't remember why, but I distinctly remember going into the gym. I don't know why they had to do it in the gym. And I mean, it sounds it better. Sounds Echoes, like, you got to. Oh, it yeah. totally did, and it was dark in the gym. Didn't it seem just so archaic now? I mean, to do something like that, it's oh, like yes. I can't believe they were allowed to do something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, every coach had a paddle. Oh yeah, and it's like they hung it on their wall and showed it off. It was like <laughs> it was polyurethane yeah. and shiny. <laughs> who had the best uh, pattern of yeah, holes like built into it? Yeah, who had yeah. who had the best yeah. paddle? I remember in elementary school, like we had a. It was a group of kids that got in trouble for something in our particular classroom, and they got paddled in front of the class. Like, marched up front, bent over the desk, got paddled. I'm like, if that happened now, it's like awful. Yeah. If that happened now, it, they, that school, would they just burn it to the ground. Well, first of all, somebody would video it. Yeah. And it would go viral, and then, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We had this discussion at work, like, you know, generally you think in your mind back those times, like, yeah, we need we need more discipline like that. We need, that's what's missing in schools. And then you think... I really want somebody else paddling my kid Heck with a big no. wooden paddle. Yeah. Who's like eight? Yeah, seven or eight years yeah, old. I'm like, oh, now you know. Now that I'm on the side of it with kids, I'm like, eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe let you me know, handle that. And in, in hindsight, I guess our parents were like, all right, cool, yeah, yeah. that's fine, man. Go well, ahead. Well, yeah, you always got the speech if you got paddled. Thing, if you yeah. get paddled at school, wait till you get home. Right, you get beat up and down the street. Yeah, our parents were letting us ride in the back of trucks too. So that's yeah, true. true. Yeah, I had quite the rough start to school. I broke a girl's nose when i was in kindergarten like punched her and broke her nose wow thank god yeah uh i pinned a kid up in the monkey bar <laughs> in the monkey bars man and, and this will be perfect for our bullying episode yeah, yeah so, episode do, do y'all remember the uh i 
I tell you, the, the movie Crocodile Dundee. Y'all remember that movie? Oh, yeah. You remember when he hangs the guy out the window, smacks him around, wakes him up, calls him S for brains? Yeah. You know, wake up, S for brains. Mm-hmm. So I basically reenacted that. <laughs> <laughs> Hung a kid upside down on the monkey bars and smacked him in the face and called him S for brains. That was the straw that broke the camel's back to... Yeah, I got I got calmed down after that. I was a good kid after that, but yeah, I was had a rough start. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. big Paul a, Hogan fan. As yeah, a young kid. I was a mean kid. <laughs> yeah, don't let your kids watch Crocodile Dundee. It really sets them off on a bad. Were you path. carrying a twelve inch uh, like machete blade in your side <laughs> yeah. too? That's oh, not that's, a knife. Snakeskin handle. This is a knife. Yeah, so I got off, but after that, I was pretty good. So yeah, uh, I was a, a pretty good kid, and I didn't really uh, get into any trouble. The only real shenanigans I got into once in elementary school and uh, in fifth grade my mom was one of our teachers and you know we were we were departmentalized where you rotated teachers and my identical twin brother was in my class and one day before we went to my mother's class we changed clothes and we swapped seats And my mom never figured it out. Nice. <laughs> uh, and so, like, and all the, she she said later that she could tell, like, all the kids were kind of snickering about something. She knew something was up, but she never figured out what it was. And when we told her after school, like, it just broke her. Like, she just <sighs> oh, felt oh, so yeah. bad that she didn't even realize <laughs> that her own boys, like, had swapped seats. So you said that the kids knew. Did you yeah, tell the, them? Or the kids knew. Well, yeah, they, they knew. knew. And I guess we, we had told them, probably. And they... They were all around us all day, okay. so they, I mean, they, they could tell us apart. And obviously, my mom could tell us but apart. But your mom too. couldn't. Yeah, but that's what that's what she was so. Oh man, she was devastated. Did y'all feel like, bad after you like? I felt bad when yeah. I realized like she actually felt bad about yeah. it. But you know, she I, I gotta, she got over quickly, and now it's a good laugh. I could imagine y'all pulled all kinds man, of pranks. I, like yeah, I feel like I would just dream of really, having a Really, we did that. We did that. We did that in fifth grade, and then when we were fifteen, we played. We were playing baseball, and. Uh, I played shortstop, and I got to pitch a lot. My brother played center field, never got to pitch. And there was one game late in the season. He was like, he was like, dude, I, like I want to pitch. pitch. I want to pitch. <laughs> and so, awesome. What's wrong with yeah. Daniel? He can't so, find yeah. the strike zone. We, we swapped jerseys, and the next inning, I ran out to center field. He ran out to shortstop. And sure enough, we made a pitching change. That and coach walked out and was like, Daniel, come here. And it was David. They walked up. <laughs> And so he warmed up and pitched, and even our coach was like, "Man, he looks he looks different. Like his windup's just a little off." <laughs> but he got three up, three down, and we got out of the inning and yes. moved on. So that was my brother's yeah, one and only. It's amazing. That's pretty awesome. One and only time on the mound and uh, and youth baseball. I'll be playing tricks on girlfriends. That'd be so great. Yeah, I don't think we had enough girlfriends to actually play <laughs> tricks on growing up. Was the, was the issue? There was only one problem. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of getting in trouble, I'm going to parlay this into a totally different story. But it reminded me, I, I went to the Black Couch. A good pastor, there was this thing called the Black Couch. And you went, and Miss Cheryl, you know, you were in trouble if you got there. I went there one time in second grade. Miss Parnell was my teacher. That's Brad Parnell's I mom. I was about to ask. Yep. She sent me to the Black Couch. Well, it was because uh, we were watching some show. And this girl in our class, I won't name her, but if you were in my school, you will know I'm talking about. She thought she was a cat. And she would purr. Sometimes she would, like, lick herself to clean herself. And, like, so anyway, she was playing with this wooden mouse, oddly enough. And I touched it. And she came at me like a cat and scratched my back. Well, we had a little ruckus. You know, if you're you're just guilty if you're involved. And so I got sent to the black couch. Anyways, this girl, let me fast forward to drama class. This would be my junior or senior year. 
So we're acting out skits and it's like a miscellaneous. You have a group of five or six people. You come up with a skit, whatever you want to do. And we had like a week or two to plan this out. So rumor gets around, kind of like Daniel and his brother changing clothes and all the kids know that the, the gist of the skit is she is the little sister and the other ones are her siblings. And they're going to sneak into her room and put a live goldfish in her mouth. And so when this happens, of course, our teacher has no idea if she wouldn't have let this happen. The whole class like gets up around the stage. I mean, you cannot even get an elbow in. It's so tight. And we're watching. She's acting asleep. And they drop, I kid you not, a live goldfish in Good her mouth. Gosh. And she swallows it <gasps> on purpose and then gets up and is like, huh, huh, and she's like, oh, you can, she can feel it flopping oh. like all the way down. Oh. The same, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the girl that thought she was a cat would swallow a goldfish, but she did. Wow. One of the okay. most memorable moments of my high school career. Couple questions: Was there any There's residual effects from swallowing the goldfish? Not that I'm aware of. And there two, was too much excitement going on in the class for me to notice anything like that. In the world, happened to this girl? Right. Where, Where is, is she, she today? now? Is oh, she? I heard she landed on her feet and done a, done a lot of really great <laughs> things. <laughs> She's totally normal now. No idea. I, I, yeah. I mean, there's zero chance she owns less than twelve cats right now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's, she's probably cleaning them right now with her own tongue. She might have become a cat. She, she might be listening. She could be Angela from The Office. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Remember that episode where, yeah. where she, she she came back and she's like coughing up. She had hair in her mouth <laughs> from licking the cat. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, a big part of growing up in school is starting to notice girls and the opposite sex, I guess. And do y'all have any kind of awkward stories with school dances or your first girlfriend asking her out? Did you? You know, did you pass the note or did you did you man up and ask her in the lunch rooms? You might got any good stories around that. I mean, I wish I could remember the way that I asked out my first girlfriend, but I I can't. Like, I can't remember if it was a note or you know you know what? Actually, I do remember. But what did Timmy say? <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually asked her to the dance first, and that's how she became my girlfriend. But anyways, I think this was in like second, third grade. Second dances in second and third maybe, grade. Maybe it we was, didn't get ours to middle school. This is about fourth grade, I think. Fourth grade sounds right. And so, you know, I I had asked her out to the dance. I think the day before it, like I was a typical like procrastinator. I did everything like last minute. I think I literally like had thought about because you her were out. nine years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For like the longest time, I wanted to ask her out, but I put it off to like the day before the dance, and she said yes. So I went to the dance, and then we're you know we're dancing and like when you're that young you don't really understand like how you're supposed to dance i mean you know you put your arms around her waist and she puts you know her arms up my shoulders but you know typically you would kind of like stay in one place for the most part i mean you might do like small circles well for whatever reason we thought this was like the daytona 500 (laughs) and we were we were we are literally like doing laps around this gym and breaking a sweat yeah breaking a sweat and i mean i remember i know there's uh yearbook pictures like of i feel like there's yearbook pictures of us at the dance Oh, just yeah. a blur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lance? Is that Lance? But yeah, I mean that that sticks out because we hadn't. Everybody was just like, oh, look at them, and, you know, like smiling at us when we come around again, and we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Yeah. But it was fun. It was a good memory. Yeah, those those junior. I don't know about fourth grade, but those junior high dances, you just yeah. kind of do the rock back and forth, you know. Yeah, but the best part was that our junior high dance. Of course, you're doing it in the gym, and it's kind of decorated, and the lights are down, and it's all great. You spend the first. 55 minutes, 50, Just 55 minutes on opposite sides of the room. Mm-hmm. It's like the most cliche thing ever. Like, 
group of girls, group of guys. Like, oh, you go ask her. You go ask somebody first, and I'll go with you. You know, you know, all that. But I remember my go-to dance outfit was I had this sweet silk shirt. Did y'all have any of the silk shirts? All that were like just, I mean, some pajamas. Yeah, that's basically what it was like. And man, you you know, button unbutton the first couple buttons i mean we didn't have a chest hair between for that, for that one hair to pop yeah out. to rub between all the guys <laughs> nobody hit puberty yet but boy if you had that silk shirt on about two buttons undone you were basically ready to ask the prettiest girl out in the school the other thing i remember about dances and this was in middle school is you know we, we you'd have your typical slow songs strawberry wine was always one oh, that came on. Dina Carter. um and the other one that we would play it wasn't even a slow song it was like the uh quintessential like mosh pit song <laughs> and they would always play inner sandman oh, by metallica yeah. oh, and yeah. when that came on everybody was jumping around oh, yeah. it was fun only at a middle school dance could you go from dana carter to metallica on the next song <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely and what is it now when they're dancing do y'all have you ever been a um what do you call chaperone. it a chaperone at a, at a dance daniel i i work at a uh, private christian no, school and we don't oh, okay, uh, okay. we don't do dances they banquet yeah. so yeah we just have a big meal and sitting and with each it. other. But I did go to a public school. And uh, so I went to plenty of dances, you know, growing up. A lot of line uh, dancing going on in yeah. Sparta, oh, probably. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, you, you'd go to the Cadillac <laughs> they, Ranch before you go to the They did dance. not have Metallica there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I was never, you know, I just, I didn't have any rhythm at all whatsoever. You know, I, I could not dance. I also, you know, did not have, a, like, a girlfriend to dance with or anything <laughs> like that. So it was... We just ended up goofing off the whole time, you know, just trying to find trading a few baseball yeah, cards. Yeah, try, yeah, trying to find, try to find ways to annoy people. Yeah, and uh, me and one of my buddies one year, uh, I took a tape measure to the dance. I don't know why. I think I had it. I think I had it in. in I think I had it in the car. A random thing. And we would, uh, we'd walk and a up. Protractor. Yeah, we'd walk up between couples, and I would hold out the tape measure in between like their bodies. And then That's he funny. Would, and then he would lean over. He would lean over and say, "Leave a little room for the Lord." Yeah. And, then, and then we'd walk off. We just wanted to make people feel as awkward as we possibly could while they were trying to enjoy like you a homecoming dance. Did the chaperones, yeah. Job and so we it. were just yeah. we we just tried to hack people off the whole time. So that was Man, all we I did. remember being so awkward trying to you know figure out how to even talk to a girl, much less to you on a like. What, and you look back like, what's the worst thing somebody's gonna say? No, you just move on yes. down the line. That's exactly what well, the worst move, thing could happen. You move on down the line to somebody says yes. I, I remember like watching people and being like, how do they know how to do this? Like, how do they understand how to do these dance moves and how to? Because I was like, I, my body could not do the things that yeah. I saw people do. That it was, I don't, I, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. Well, kids nowadays, like I've, I mean, from what I've seen on YouTube, like they know all like the dance stuff, like the the the, the hottest like dance craves, like they know how to do it just because they can watch it on YouTube yeah. and all that. Like we didn't have that. I mean, we just had whatever. Was I on still TV. don't know any dance moves. If I like dancing with my wife, it's still it's, oh, yeah. it's a closer version of the middle school dance. Oh yeah. Because we're allowed to touch our areas, <laughs> but <laughs> so delicate <Yeah>. your wording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's still Mr. just Wood. going. It's just going in yeah. circles. That's all we do. We just yeah. go in circles. I can only do the dances like the the cha cha slide when they talk you through exactly yeah. what, yeah, I like what that to do. Like, hey, yeah. I, I like yeah. the instructions. Dancing you know, for idiots. Yeah, for instructions. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I've done uh, portraits at a few proms in the last couple of years, and and it is funny. Like all of a sudden, some certain song will come on, and the place will just go 
freaking nuts. Yeah. Like, of course, the song, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but yeah. man, they know every single word, they know yeah, everything. They're still they move to it. The entire place just goes berserk. Yeah, that's really advanced since I've been. So, obviously, school dances can, can definitely have their uh, embarrassing moments, but does anybody else have any embarrassing things that happen to them at school outside of the dances? Uh, I've got a I got a pretty big one. It happened in sixth grade. I kept this secret other than from my best friend until my senior year. So the first time I ever told this story, our elementary school principal brought back the entire senior class. We were in the Good Pasture gym, the elementary gym. And so she opened up, you know, for stories. And for whatever reason, I said, this is the time this to tell this story for the very I've first time. I've bottled this for six years. So you have to picture the scene of where I'm telling it. Uh, my mom would tell you that I was one to have streaks in my underwear when I'd oh. come home, you know, skid marks. And it typically happened because I was at PE and I was excited about it and I did not want to come in, you know. So one day. He also didn't stand up for life. That's another, that's another <laughs> yeah. topic. So one day I am, uh, I've really got to go to the bathroom. I'm out on the playground and there's no way I'm coming in. So PE's over. I'm walking back. We're walking around the outside of the school and uh, I've got on tidy whities as most sixth graders wore back in the day. And it just happens. Oh, God. I just die in my pants. Man has shat himself. No, I'm also fluffy, shopping in the husky section, got red hair, and probably a Bart Simpson t-shirt on. So my, I didn't know how to handle myself. Is just the way <laughs> what I can say. And so I decide that the best way to handle this as a sixth grader, which lets you know how stupid all sixth graders are. I decide that you know what. Just sit down at your desk and wait out the day. <laughs> so I do. I look down and I've got on stonewashed jeans and I notice that it looks like chocolate milk is starting to oh run God. through my oh inner thigh. Oh and I'm like, oh gosh. And, but at this point, I'm like, I'm committed. We've got like an hour left to school. Just wait it out. Well, the two girls in front of me, Brandy Jump, I remember being one of them. Is starts doing the <laughs> sniffing and turning around looking at me. The obnoxiously loud yeah. sniffing. Kid. So I, of course, start sniffing and turning around looking at the people behind me. So oh, good. Yeah. Got to throw them off. off the yeah, trail, yeah. you know. So I go up. Finally, it comes to the point where I'm like, "All right, this is. I've got to do something." So I stand up, legs together, and I'm walking literally like a robot. Like my ankles are rubbing against each other. I'm trying to keep it all contained. This and is I, not obvious. <laughs> well, I just go up to the teacher and I say, I've got to go to the bathroom. Because in sixth grade, you just don't go to the bathroom. Yeah. You've got to ask. <laughs> go to the bathroom. I take my underwear off, clean up. And for whatever reason, I thought the best move to make would be to not throw my underwear in the trash can, but to flush them down the toilet. It's <laughs> the perfect crime. Perfect. So <laughs> I do. Flush your problems away. Right? Flush them away. Get rid of the evidence. So, because nothing goes down better than a husky pair of underwear, right? So I do. So that's it. Now you have to remember. I'm telling this story my senior year as Cheryl as our principal, and so my whole senior class is there, and she starts shaking her head, and she says, "Oh, we know, Ryan. We know." And I'm like, "What?" And of course, the whole class is you know erupting in laughter, and she said, "Yeah." She said, she even named, like named the year, and she said, yeah, that was near the end of school. And uh, she's like, I don't know if you remember, but there was some construction in front of the school that summer. <laughs> she said, we, the pipes were clogged. We had to dig up the front of the school 
and we found your underwear lodged in the pipes. <laughs> Oh and the coal class like erupts. Now this is again, let's see, six years, six, seven years later, I've never told anyone. And she says, we still talk about it in the teacher's lounge to this day. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you have your initials in your underwear? I guess I have my initials yeah, or the teachers that. are smart and they yeah, know like, like what you do, you know? So I, I don't know, bathroom. but. Yeah. They put two and two together. They put yeah. two and two together. Oh, and, so. Well, not to mention you were probably responsible for about $50,000 worth yeah. of repairs. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> tuition went up it thanks to Ryan. Out, it turns out your education was way more yeah. expensive. Going up 5% is 2% yeah. this right. year, guys. Right. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode and tolerated us going down memory lane and sharing some of our fun stories from when we were kids and growing up and in school. You know, I'm really thankful for people that take on the great responsibility of teaching our kids. It's a tough job uh, without a lot of glory or surely not enough pay to go along with it. But they take on the task of trying to better each student's life by helping them learn and hopefully create a happy and fulfilled life through their experiences in school. This episode reminded me that investing in the next generation is probably the greatest legacy we can leave on this earth. The greatest influence we leave in this world when we are gone are the beliefs and ideals we instill in the kids we have direct influence on. So my challenge to myself, and hopefully you will join me, is to take those moments that seem small and insignificant and use those to plant seeds of goodness in your nieces, nephews, in your kids, cousins, and even kids in your classrooms. Because our only hope for a better future lies in the small hands of our kids. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Common Denominators. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The Denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.